the mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Mile Rate. I'm Dan Malecki. I'm joined by Rob Orwell. We're going to have a look back at uh, Melton last night and also uh, the Group 1 races at Menangle. A little bit of a chat about the Miracle Mile field as well and, and the big meeting ahead there next uh, next week. Um, a lot happening on track and uh, off the track last night around uh, the Melton precinct because it's uh, uh, it's a big night with the, the Team Teal, uh, the Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Night, uh, Women Can Cancer supporting uh, ovarian cancer, raising funds, of course, and awareness. So there was plenty going on, but it's always been a successful night. And we had Group 1 action with the Tab Australian Trotting Grand Prix, Rob. And look, it was quite an enjoyable night as well. No, it was, uh, Danny. Uh, very good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. And, yeah, look, it was a fantastic night. Uh, Duncan McPherson, uh, his family, uh, everyone was involved last night. It was a terrific night. Matthew Isaacs, our new CEO, their trackside, and, and certainly getting a, a really good first-hand uh, look at, at the industry. And it was a fantastic uh, night, a great performance by uh, Just Believe, who's been such a dominant trotter um, over the last... Uh, number of months uh, with uh, the Inter-Dominion and, of course, the great uh, Southern Star, and he goes on and wins another Group 1 last night, Dan. Indeed he did, right from the start, all the way win to Just Believe from barrier number two. And it's Just Believe off the back, four metres, Majestic Man under pressure. The leader's back. I'm ready. Jet travels well. She's going to get her chance. Majestuoso is going all right. Three back the pegs as Majestic Man gives ground. Leader is going strongly at the moment. Just believe. I'm ready. Jet yet to be asked for that effort. And Majestuoso is right there as well. They're the main three. 29-2 third quarter. Just believe into the straight. Three metres. I'm ready. Jet to the outside. Then Majestuoso. It's Just Believe. I'm ready. Jet two metres away. Just believe. Just in front. I'm ready. Jet coming. Leader shifting off the track i'm ready jet gallop late and just believes won it just believe from i'm ready jet and majestuoso now for fourth um mafasa metro was a good run i think it's got fourth from elderberry and zeus then sundon's courage and olivici majestic man weakened after a tough run pulls up towards the rear with credit master uh, 28 did shift out of the final late, quarter the margin was uh, two meters in the end um i think shifted out and, and i'm ready jets actually contacted the wheel of just believe had the margin been a little bit closer we might have heard a little bit more but we can't take anything away from the winner and and a big night too for bailey mcdonough he, his first uh, uh, group one win in the uh, the tab australian trotting grand prix with uh, quite a remarkable horse as you've pointed out rob just believe trained by jess tubbs yeah, fantastic result. A big thrill for Bailey. Uh, he's been working really hard uh, since coming across to Victoria. And, you know, he's been getting uh, some fantastic opportunities uh, through uh, Jess Tubbs and, of course, Greek Sugars. And he was given the opportunity to drive Just Believe last night. He certainly didn't let the uh, big group of connections down, nor uh, the, the stable. It was a fantastic effort. And this uh, amazing trotter, he's a seven-year-old. He's really come to the fore, hasn't he? A mile rate of 156.5. In winning last night, it was a 43-7 lead time. It was a fast lead time for trotters. It was a really fast lead time. 30 seconds the first quarter, 30.8 the second, 29-3 and 28-3 home. He won by two metres from I'm Ready Jet, uh, who enjoyed a good trip, really made a, a real dive at Just Believe, as you mentioned. Uh, Just Believe just wanted to shift off a little bit in the home straight, but that margin 
just seemed to be in its favour. And I'm really jet galloped uh, not long after, went a bit awkward. And uh, third home was Majestuoso. Fourth home was Faster Metro, as you pointed out, was a very good run. Elder Baron Zeus in fifth place in Olivici. He was a little bit flat again last night. I think he's going to the paddock. But it was a very good performance by Just Believe. And uh, a great result, uh, another group one for Jess Tubbs and a great result for Bailey McDonough. Race four was the Alan Mance trot, and uh, it was a win to the Chris Lang trained and driven Bullion Harry. And it's Hatchback in full flight turning. Five metres, Bullion Harry. Uh, then came Victory Hill, who's getting home well. It's Hatchback into the straight. Nicely clear, though, from Bullion Harry, who's getting close. Hatchback, three metres to Bullion Harry. Hatchback, Bullion Harry's going to dive and got up. Bullion Harry. Bullion Harry's grabbed Hatchback on the last hop or two. Victory Hill third. Uh, then Hatchback, uh, he looked home in the straight. He, he had a, a margin I would, you would think was uh, a large enough margin to win, but uh, he might have just waited for his opposition there, Rob, because uh, Bullion Harry, uh, as much as he put in a dive, I think it was Hatchback, maybe a combination of getting tired, but uh, he, he looked like he might be holding his rivals uh, to about two-thirds of the way up the straight, and in the end it was a blanketed finish with, uh, with Bullion Harry, a horse who knows how to find the post, just getting the nod. Yeah, I think we uh, we don't want to take anything away from Bullion Harry. I think you, you're 100% right, Danny. I think he does know where the line is. And he's a little bit of an underrated trotter. He's uh, got a pretty good record. And, you know, he's he's, he's just a, a real uh, real honest trotter that never really uh, is too far away. And it was a great win last night. Uh, lead time was 46 seconds. Hatchback was able to lead in the race. And as you said, had everything go his way. 31-4, 30.8, 29-4. And home in 29.4. He certainly had his chance with Bullion Harry. I think he just knew where the line was. He raised uh, when it when it counted most. And Chris Lang, as we know, does a fantastic job. Uh, and with his trotters, it was a great drive. And Bullion Harry got home to salute. From Hatchback, who was very honest, finished second. Victory Hill, another good run again from Victory Hill. He's been a good trotter. He's had a really good season uh, in the last 12 months. Nephew of Sunoco was fourth, about five and a half metres away in Clive Valley Hotspot in uh, fifth spot and not too far away is out of bid. But it was all uh, Bullion Harry last night and a good result for the uh, Matthews family, who, of course, have enjoyed a, a fantastic uh, few weeks with, of course, Catch a Wave winning the Chariots last week. Yeah, might even get better too because Chariots of Fire is certainly in the Miracle Mile and in there with a great chance uh, next week. Race number five at Melton, it was the Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Silver Series final and it was the favourite and heavily backed in the end, Ebony's Avenger, who was able to lead all the way. Ebony's Avenger travels well. Abundance was able to drop in behind the leader from Violetta Gift and fourth on the inside, Medina Sky. And now Bella Lucy letdowns coming with its run. Rikiro Blaze trying to uh, stay in touch, but Ebony's Avenger took off at the 400. Race clear. Bella Lucy wants to hang a little bit, went to second. Rikiro Blaze broke off the back in 30.5, and Ebony's Avenger's nicely clear. Bella Lucy hasn't given up the chase, though. It's about eight metres away and went to a clear second, and they're well in front of Abundance. Medina Sky, but in the straight, the leader is Ebony's Avenger from Bella Lucy, then Berries and Cherries up the third. Ebony's Avenger fighting, Bella Lucy solid, but Ebony's Avenger's too good and wins again. Ebony's Avenger won it, second place to Bella Lucy, and Berries and Cherries finished off really well. Uh, Ebony's Avenger making it three wins in a row. Um, look, she's going really well. Often it made the good races, uh, the finals against the, the best of her age group, and she's just been able to come down a class or two over the last month, and and uh, it's paying dividends now. That confidence is very high, and she's now strung three together. 
Yeah, I think she'll keep getting better too, Dan. Uh, look, she's out of Deaf Defying, uh, who was a really nice mare, trotting mare, and she actually produced her best as she got older. And I think Ebony's Avengers sort of tracking uh, in similar pathway to her mum. And uh, her win last night was, was very good. Uh, mile rate of 158.9. It was a lead time of 7.3. 29 2, 5, 30.5, and 28.6 home. She's got a nice little turn of speed, and I think she's getting a bit stronger. It was a good result for Lee Sutton, who, of course, very much like Duncan McPherson, they've suffered, uh, you know, their, their own personal grief, uh, having lost their uh, their partners uh, quite a number of years ago. And, um, yeah, look, there was a bit of emotion exchange there between Duncan and Lee last night, and really understanding uh, what they've had to go through over the years on uh, on a pretty special night with the team Teal. And uh, Ebony's Avenger brought up a good win for Brad Angos, who does a great job uh, with his father, of course. And uh, Bella Lucy finished second. Uh, Matthew Gasso has done a good job with his try. got to the line really well. Berries and Cherries, as you mentioned in the call, was an eye-catching run third. Uh, Medina Sky, fourth for Tyrone O'Billa. He, his, his team's going really well, Tyrone. He's doing a great job, very underrated trainer. Nathan Jack drove there. He had a good night. Violetta Gift finished fifth for Luke Bryant. But uh, all honours to Ebony's Avenger winning last night. Race seven was the Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Gold Series final. Sleepy heavily back. She got good gate speed. She started a $1.70 favourite to bring up her first win. Uh, her last one was August uh, of 2021. At around the turn, Sleepy with a good lead. It's Sleepy about seven or eight metres in front. Of in second spot, Elderberry and Keeper can't peg it back. Running on is Kiang Lavana. A hundred ago, Sleepy's well out in front. It's been a long time she's won, but she deserves this, and Sleepy wins nicely. It's Sleepy first, defeating Kiang Lavana. And uh, Hopeful Beauty got going again to run Yeah, third. it was a well-deserved, I think, Rob, because she'd been close lately and she'd been running so well in good races through the course of this preparation and she was able to get a good one last night, a $50,000 Group 2. Yeah, very good result uh, for uh, Alison Alford. Uh, Alison, a uh, bit of an unsung hero. She does a lot of work uh, back at home and, uh, you know, she's uh, done a good job with Sleepy to, to get her to produce her best last night. She's also in the ownership, of course. It's a family affair. And Sleepy, as you said, the $50,000 race and a big result for Josh Duggan, who, you know, doesn't get uh, the, the, the greatest of opportunities at times. And, you know, Josh is a very good driver and he did a terrific job in the way he rated Sleepy last night. A mile rate of 156.5, uh, 6.7 lead time. It was a 29.3, 31.4, 28.3 and 28.8 home. Uh, defeated Keang Lavana, who really hit the line strongly. Hopeful Beauty was a good effort third. Uh, then the best bourbon finished fourth for Grant Forrest and Elder Baron Keeper, just not racing as well as what we used to see at the moment, just down in form. But uh, it was a good win by Sleepy, and, and I'm sure uh, the, the Alford uh, family would have been extremely happy last night, 156.5 mile race. Okay, we'll look through the other races at Melton. The night kicked off uh, with Tipsy Turvey, uh, a mare who was able to take advantage of uh, Barrier 1, Rob, and lead all the way. Yeah, it was a good win. Uh, well done to the owners, Sue and, and Evan Crick, who have been great supporters of Marie Caldo and John over a very long period of time. They, they love their harness racing, and it was nice to see them getting a, a really special win last night at Melton with Tipsy Turvey. It was a very good performance. Uh, being able to lead throughout, John uh, drove uh, the mare with great confidence. She defeated Royal Charlotte, who finished second for, for Paul Males and Josh Duggan. Uh, Maringo Bay finishing third from Golden Sunset and Normandy Bell into fifth placing. It was a mile rate 
of 157.6, a lead time of 7.1, 30.3, 30.6 were the first two quarters, and uh, she really was able to sprint home nicely, 28.3 and 29.4. It was an impressive win. She won by 6.5 metres, never looked in doubt. Rob, in the, uh, the second event on the uh, program, this was uh, taken out by, I think, a, a horse we're going to hear a lot more of. I was most impressed by the way that he paraded, got feelings, you know, but uh, I couldn't help but uh, see w- what looked obvious to me. He's just going to get better with, with more experience. Got feelings, you know. He was very impressive beating a pretty handy uh, group of horses in, in a Group 3 race on debut. Yeah, it was very impressive, wasn't it? Uh, a three-year-old by Majestic Sun, uh, the owner, Billy Lewis, and, and a few of the boys, uh, all their trackside last night, they were very excited. And uh, I think this horse um, wasn't easy to get on with early uh, early in its life. And uh, I think Nathan uh, recommended to the guys to send it down to Anton. He, he might be the one that was uh, that, that might have the key to the horse. So I think uh, big kudos to Anton Galino. He was able to fix up a little bit of a... Uh, his feet uh, issues and, and everything else that went with him got him trotting well, and he was really impressive, wasn't he, last night? Uh, defeating Grumpy, who, who ran well against Alison Alford and Josh Duggan. Muscle Miss was third. Uh, AMR Vela fourth. Out of boy Charlie was in fifth spot a long way away. It was a mile rated two minutes point nine. Lead time was 45 1, 29 5, 32 2, 31 6, and 29 9. And uh, the money suggested it got feelings, you know, was going to run a mighty race last night. Exalted, who uh, was the other well-fancied runner in the race, uh, just uh, missed a kick there and showed a, a, an amazing turn of speed to, to catch up, find the front, but just over the race. It was been a long way from home. We didn't see the best of Exalted last night. But I think got feelings, you know, has got a really bright future. Race three was the Lynn McPherson Memorial Bronze Series final, and Nathan Jack, who was able to to drive a double early on in the program, partnered up with I'm a Destroyer Rob, who was who's too good for a brave, very tough run from reigning Lily second. Yeah, really good win for I'm a Destroyer. It's only uh, I think it was his third win last night. Uh, Brent Thompson, who trains. Uh, this mare, she, she's always had a lot of ability, but just couldn't get her manners right to, to win. But as, as Brent mentioned, trackside last night, she's much better suited over the shorter course races. Uh, he, he, he bred and races his horse with his wife, Debbie, and it was a really good family affair trackside last night to see them celebrate. And Nathan Jack, as we know, he's a master. It was a beautiful uh, uh, drive by uh, Nathan on, on the destroyer. He drove it aggressively and, and, the, and the mare did the job. Defeating Raining Lilies, who made up ground. Um, Majestic Speed was third. Rockford Peach, fourth. And fifth was Dancers. It was a mile rate of 21.4, 7.2 lead time, 29 7, 31 5, 30.3, and 31 1. So uh, they, they didn't really get home in, in real slick time. It was a bit of a. Uh, Bit of a struggle for a few of them to get up the straight, but uh, it was the bronze series final. It certainly gave some uh, connections and opportunity to run for some nice prize money. It was a fourteen thousand dollar race, and, and well done to uh, to the Thompson family with the win. Okay, uh, we'll go across to race uh, eight uh, now, Rob, and. Uh, look at this race. It was taken out by Elder Baron Huey, a horse that started around $17 with a little bit of a nibble at, at odds. But early on in the race, there was a, a few key runners that had galloped. And then what happened was Elder Baron Huey was able to dictate at, at a slow tempo. And for a 20 to 1 shot, it was probably a dollar thirty shot on the run. It, it sort of had to win. And it did. And it did a really good job with Chris Elford. 
Yeah, it was a great result for uh, Emmett and Richard Brosnan, as we know, uh, do a great job. Uh, Emmett's sister, Virginia, was there trackside, uh, representing the family to, to pick up their uh, their lovely trophy. And it was a very good win by Albert Baron Geary to, to win last night. He did everything right. Chris Alford handled the horse uh, superbly. Uh, defeated Horder Cam, who was a very eye-catching run, made up some really good ground, certainly worth following. He's ready to win for Matty Craven. The Mosca was third. Fourth, don't touch the Duco. Night Whisper fifth. Obviously, the favourite in the race was Shawnee, who started at dollar forty favourite, gulped away at the start, lost a lot of ground, made up some uh, made up some serious ground from back in the field, but obviously just put a line through Shawnee and uh, worth forgetting for last night. It was a mile rate of two two point one, forty six seven lead time, and as you mentioned, it was a very slow run race, thirty two five, thirty one seven, twenty nine four, and twenty nine seven home. And uh, all honours to Aldebaran Huey, who saluted last night for uh, the Brosnan family. Chris Alford ended the night driving the last two winners on the card. Kai Valley Piero started the second favourite in the last event, and that was a really good win. He he ended up sitting without cover, but was, uh, I think, just too classy in the end, Rob. Yeah, he was, wasn't he, Dan? Uh, obviously, uh, let us trot, who, who was able to... Uh, to, to, to work to the to the front after uh, you know playing up a little bit at the start and uh, did a really good uh, good job uh, to Clavelli Pera to, to be able to get past it and, and just come away. It was a very strong win uh, for um, Jimmy Connolly and the team there and uh, Brent Lilly, the winning trainer, and Clavelli Piero uh, recorded a mile rate of two minutes point eight, uh, defeating uh, Claudine Gus who uh, really came late. It was a very good run by Claudine Gus, quake proof third for Mick Barbie and Anne Marie Conroy. I uh, hate it when you're right finishing fourth and Imperial Wiz fifth. It was a mile rate of two minutes, 0.8, lead time, 31.5, 31.8, and 30.4. But uh, Clavelli Piero, he's beautifully bred uh, by Muscle Hill out of Clavelli, Kikiri uh, out of uh, Angus Hall. So there's uh, plenty of uh, bloodlines there for this, uh, for this uh, stallion, and, uh, and Clavelli Piero got the job done. Rob, let's have a look at the Menangle card last night, right in the middle of their uh, fantastic uh, uh, carnival. Uh, there were two Group 1 races, and the first was the New South Wales Oaks final, and it was uh, Steve Turnbull and, uh, and Amanda Turnbull teaming up with an $18 shot called Windy Hill Tara. It's Kalua, fly by the leader. Peaceful throws down the gauntlet. Try to get into the clear. Soho Seraphine at the right time. And here's Windy Hill Tara cutting loose right down the outside. And quickly goes up to put pay to Soho Seraphine. They're clear then of the others. But it's Windy Hill Tara. 100 metres left to go. Packing plenty of power. And the Oaks is all over. And it's going to be Windy Hill Tara for the money. Beat Soho Seraphine. Flashing home the bolter. Eve Crocker got third and fourth. Another run. At odds, Windy Hill Tara taking up the $200,000 New South Wales Oaks. Uh, Victorians had good representation. Soho Seraphine, who's been terrific, had the outside draw and was brave again. And uh, Sharipo's going well too. There's got to be a good win in her. She ended up running fifth. Yeah, it was uh, a good win, wasn't it, by Windy Hill Tara. Finished off really strongly for, for Steve Turnbull and Amanda Turnbull. Good to see him combining last night. She's a three-year-old filly by betting line out of uh, Miss Artistic Tara who didn't really uh, do anything startling uh, on... Uh, on. Oh, did a pretty good job, I suppose. Did 12 out of 42, but there's a good bloodline down the dam side and uh, you know, she's probably not the most uh, fashionably bred horse, but at the same time there's some good bloodlines there uh, going back a few dams and, uh, and Wendy Hill Tara 
did a pretty good job uh, to win last night. As you said, it was a two hundred thousand dollar race, and when you get a Group One Oaks next to your uh, next to your name, it's uh, it certainly uh, puts good uh, good good um, uh, potential moving forward, doesn't it? And uh, Soho Seraphine finishing second in the race for Nick Stanley, uh, as you said, was was really brave. Uh, she's had a really good campaign. Eve Crocker third, and uh, Savion fourth. Cherepo fifth, nice effort. Uh, has done a really good job, Laura Croslin. I think there's a good win for this uh, for this filly. And uh, the other uh, Victorian representative is this just fan, as the officer just hasn't really performed to the level that we, we used to down here in Melbourne and didn't handle the trip too well. But uh, all honours to Windy Hill Tara in taking out uh, the Oaks. 155.5 is the mile rate, 56.7 lead time, 29.6, 30.5, and 28.1 home. And uh, well done to the uh, Turnbulls uh, from Bathurst, and I'm sure they'll be absolutely wrapped with that win. Bravery Kelly was fantastic. So tough in winning the Pride's Easy Feed Queen Elizabeth II Mile. So tough, in fact, and so impressive. She earned a spot in next week's Miracle Mile. They run for Group 1, Glory and Brave You. Kelly's first into the straight. Stalking in second spot is Stylish Memphis. They've got away from Tough Tilly, Amore, Vita, and then Tay-Tay trying to get into the clear. It's Brave You, Kelly, the leader, with around 150 left to go. Stylish Memphis is trying hard. Winding up is Amore, Vita, flashing home at the rate of knots, but the leader still Brave You, Kelly. She's gripping on. It's Brave You, Kelly's QE2. Goes home to beat Amore, Vita, G. Fairy, Tinkerbell, or Delightful. Angel in cameras for third. They're flooded home. Then came Stylish Terrific Memphis. win, Rob. Gee, she worked hard. She drew out wide, and uh, she was still still so strong. When Amore Vita starts letting down at her and uh, coming at her, she'll often pick you up. But Brave View Kelly found uh, more to, to pull away, in fact, for a terrific win. And really, it was no shock in the end that uh, she earned a spot in the Miracle Mile next week. Yeah, it was run at a breakneck speed, this uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, the, the second mile. Um, and and what, a, what a win it was by Brave View Kelly. She's had a fantastic campaign, trained by Jack Trainer and, and Cam Hart, who's just a, a fantastic driver. And, um, you know, she's taken her prize money well over the 400000 now with the win. And she's um, a daughter of Better's Delight. And it was, a, it was a tough win. It was a very fast-run race. 26-1 first quarter. Tay-Tay led in the race. 28-5 the second quarter. 27-2 the third. 27-7 home. It was a mile rate of 149.5. So it was blistering. It was run at a breakneck speed. It took a very tough Dow Steyer to win this race. And David Kelly came out on top. And Moray Vita finished off really well into second spot. Terry Tinkerbell, who uh, competed in this series last year, has done a good job for Belinda and Luke McCarthy, finishing third in the race. Delightful Angel was fourth, and Stylish Memphis, who's been the uh, the dominant mayor there over the past few years, uh, finishing fifth. Uh, Tay-Tay worked really hard, the Victorian. Um, actually did a pretty good job, really, to only get beaten 11 metres when finishing sixth. And the other little champ, Tough Tilly, uh, just worked really hard and, and, you know, obviously wasn't at her best last night. She finished at the back of the field, but we see so often these races, uh, it, it, uh, it's not there for the faint-hearted. And uh, Breakview Kelly was uh, the winner last night, 149.5 mile race. There were two uh, qualifying races for the Miracle Mile, the Sprints, the Schweppes Sprint, and also the Allied Express Sprint. First and two automatically go through, and uh, Spirit of St. Louis and Hurricane Harley. So it was uh, McCarthy, Stewart, uh, Quinella in the first heat, 
as they did in the second heat with Honolulu Bay and Expensive Ego. So that quartet go through to the uh, Miracle Mile next week. I'll read out the field because there are five Victorians represented and uh, Emma Stewart prepares four of them. So Catch a Wave and Mac Dam are already in the, the Miracle Mile lineup. And then the qualifications of Spirit of St. Louis, Hurricane Harley, Honolulu Bay and Expensive Ego from the, uh, the, the sprints. And uh, Captain Ravishing, as expected, uh, got the invite. And Brave You Kelly as well after her win in the, the QE2 last night. So the emergencies will be Major Meister first emergency and Bondi Lockdown the second emergency in the Miracle Mile to be run next week, Rob. Yeah, well, Spirit of St. Louis was terrific last night. You know, he was able to uh, show uh, that he's back uh, in contention. Uh, he recorded a mile rate of 152.4. Obviously, they're going to have to go a lot harder next week. It's going to be... Uh, a breakneck uh, race, isn't it? 26-8, 30.8, 29-25-8 to Spirit of St. Louis from Hurricane Harley. Uh, and, of course, as you mentioned, the other one was a great result for Honolulu Bay, who's just had a, a, an amazing last 12 months uh, saluting. He went a mile rate of 149.3 last night and uh, really finished off the race really well, defeating the expensive ego. And uh, you, you look at that lineup uh, for uh, for next week, it's, uh, yeah, look, uh, which way to look... Uh, <laughs> It's going to be such a great race. I'm not really sure who I'm picking at the moment, Dan. I don't know if you've got any thoughts at the moment. I think Barry draws and might need to sit down and have a real good study at this one. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Rob, um, last one also, heats of the Derby and the Victorians performing well. Shane Sanderson and Ryan Sanderson combining with Catalpa Rescue has really stepped it up a notch, uh, getting through, as did Stablemate, a dangerous and uh, the New South Wales Derby final to be run next week on Miracle Mile night. So that field for the Miracle Mile, the final field, MacDan, Catch a Wave, Spirit of St. Louis, Hurricane Harley, Honolulu Bay, Expensive Ego, Captain Ravishing and Brave You Kelly, Emergencies Major Meister, First Emergency in Bondi Lockdown, Second Emergency. A big day today, Rob. You'll be at, at Horsham. It's Cup Day there. Uh, first event at 12.01. The Cup is race number eight. Pacific Drums has come out of the Cup, but uh, we see Major Moth returning after a little bit of a, a setback and will run favourite in the feature event at 4.09, which is race eight. Yeah, look, it's going to be a big day. I've already started the journey. I've uh, got to Ballarat and uh, stopped on the side of the road so we can uh, do our little show this morning. Uh, and as you said, uh, it's going to be a great day. We're looking forward to seing Major Moss back. Uh, obviously, Kowalski analysis, who uh, is a local, uh, would love to be winning this for, for the Lewis family uh, and, and looking forward to the race. And Major Moss, as we know, was really uh, working up towards that uh, Vic Bread final until he... Uh, he, he, he had a bit of a setback. But, yeah, it's going to be a great day. Uh, some really good racing and uh, looking forward to the first race uh, kicking off there uh, today just on uh, 12 o'clock. All right, we'll have a great day at uh, Horsham on Cup Day to Rob and we'll do it all again next Sunday morning on the Mile Rate.